This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. Join Eddie 4.9 Friday morning show with Leo. We love supporting local music here on Joy and especially new artists. My next guest is a singer-songwriter who grew up in Brisbane, now calling LA home. She released her debut single, My Own Way, earlier this year. And her new single, Like You Want To, has just been added to our daytime playlist for the very first time in the Joy Studios to Alexander. Hello, thank you. <laughs> That's all right. Now, um, having your single on daytime playlist is a pretty big achievement. Yeah, I'm stoked. <laughs> <laughs> so, congrats on that. This thank is your first you. joy interview, so we'll get to know a bit more about you. You grew up in Brisbane on an avocado farm. <laughs> close, close. I was born in Brisbane and I grew up in Port Macquarie. Yes. And my parents had an avocado farm. I <laughs> love avocados. Yeah, so... So you had a great childhood, obviously, mm, avocados for good. breakfast, lunch and dinner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had to, like, force feed ourselves. <laughs> Too many. Early musical influences. Obviously, most artists tend to listen to music from their parents, what they mm. have in their, their record collection and stuff. Was it your... Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. You know, I grew up on Fleetwood Mac and Queen and Jeff Buckley and, yeah, Joni Mitchell and Patti Smith and all those all those old legends, and I still really listen to all of them. So when did you just sort of decide that music was your calling? Was I, it was a certain song or a certain artist that really inspired you? No, when I was younger, I just, you know, I just found a love for music straight away. You know, I wanted to do lessons and I wanted to, you know, I was always singing and stuff. And it was just ever since I was young. One morning it really clicked. I woke up and I was like, I want to quit school and really pursue this. So I quit school and... I was getting heaps of pub gigs. And <laughs> okay, quit school. From, I guess, from a parent's point of view, were they, were they supportive or were they yeah. like a bit worried about that? Uh, no, 100% supportive. That's great. You know, I woke up one morning and I was getting good grades and everything. Mm. But then she's like, I said, I want to quit school. And she's like, sweet, let's let's go in. And I did. I guess <laughs> it was probably the easiest thing I've done. It makes it easier that your parents are on your side. Yeah. They really encouraged you? Yeah, yeah, really encouraged me. Always follow what I wanted to do, so... You moved to Byron Bay. Yeah. I'm Bit a, of a keen surfer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not like insanely great, but you know, I surf. I When I'm home, I surf every day and stuff. How you could be at home and away. <laughs> they can't <laughs> <Maybe>. surf either. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, Byron was really good. And then I moved to Bondi and then I, I've just been traveling from the end of last year and really focusing on sessions and writing and recording. So moving to Bowen Bay, did that help with your songwriting? Help you develop your sound? To be honest, it was a bit of a... It slowed down my songwriting process just because I was hanging out with friends and surfing every day and not yeah. really focusing. So I was like, I have to move to Bondi or move to Sydney at least. And, you know, at least there's an industry there for music. So I, I went to Sydney and tried <laughs> to figure it out. Because <laughs> you released your debut EP, Lion Hatch, two years ago. That was not really, it was like I recorded it to sell at pub gigs. Okay. It was a real kind of just, I was, I think I was 15 when I recorded it and released okay. it when I was 16. And, it was, wasn't even a release. It was just me trying to make extra cash. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess putting your own, I guess, EP together must be quite thrilled at the time. You know, um, it yeah, it was. It was a learning experience. Yeah, exactly. It was just me. I'd never recorded anything before. It was just me and my acoustic guitar. I was, my style's changed a lot since then. And it, 
you know, I, I sold a few CDs at pubs and that was about it. How's the style changed since then? Well, I discovered electronic music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I realized, you know, there's more out there than just me and my guitar. And, mm. and then I discovered, you know, synths and everything. And not that I produce it, but when I work with people who use all the different instruments. Um, yeah, it's changed a lot. And my early, like my what I listened to when I was a child, all that. I found has come through in my music now and I finally found the direction I want to go in. Being an independent artist, you had to, uh, trying to get signed, mm. you know, um, going through trying to get a manager and stuff. So that's quite an interesting story. Mm. You Googled music managers. Yeah. And who came up? <laughs> my manager at the moment, Tim Manton. <laughs> yeah, and he manages Angus and Julie Stone. Yeah, yeah. And also you're co-managed by the people behind Lana Del Rey. Yeah, yeah. How did that come about? Well, I, I emailed Tim and I sent him a few of my shitty demos, <laughs> pardon my language, <laughs> and uh, – because he works hand in hand with Lana's managers as well, um, Ed and Ben, and and then he showed them my music and they loved it and they welcomed me to the team and so yeah, it's a it's a really good team. Of and it. then you got signed to Warner Music. Yeah, is in, that correct? So yeah. what's it like getting signed to a major record company? Yeah, it's it's is correct. it a bit daunting because you don't know who you can trust and are they the right fit for you yeah. to find that? Yeah, well, I've signed to Warner in Australia and then um, Atlantic Asylum in the UK. Yeah, it's, it's. I suppose it's just a bit of a whirlwind. There's so many people that want to have an opinion on everything. Yeah. Um, but it's really good. I love direction and... I um you know I, I want everyone's opinions and then I'll and I'll make my own mind up but um yeah it is very daunting like I want to um, make everyone proud and just you know I want to make really good music that's my first most so let's talk your debut single called My Own Way you co-wrote this one with Nikki Nighttime mm-hmm. what what you guys together well Tim did that was our second okay. the second session he put together right and um it was very last minute I was. Watching the surfing and Manly and and Nikki rang up and he goes oh I've got three hours spare do you want to come over and I was like yeah and we I literally opened my diary and those were the words on my page <laughs> <laughs> and he's we played some chords and it was like it was a whirlwind but it ended up really well the video um, you've described as full of memories yeah yeah so we had a tiny budget to make a video and it just it wasn't my vibe at all you know it was a clean cut version of me and I'm not very clean to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> and um and I just thought I'd never made a movie before and I'm like I'm just gonna do I'm, I want to do it and I asked all my friends for videos of us hanging out I looked through my phone and I found heaps of videos and it was a very eclectic kind of thing I just you know got two second clips from all my mates and just glued them all together and oh, cool. that's yeah really, that's really personal <laughs> yeah it was really great I was in London at the time really homesick and you know, it took me ages because I'm a rookie at computers. It was really nice going through it. And I even watch it now just because I like all the footage of my friends and stuff. <laughs> you mentioned London before. Um, you also went to LA. You worked with people from um, Empire the Sun, mm. Little More, mm-hmm. and the guy behind Sia, Beyonce, and Lana Del Rey, Chris Bright. Yeah, yeah. What's it like working with those people, which have in turn worked with some amazing people in the past and yeah. trying to. Is it a bit of an oh my god moment? Yeah, definitely. It's kind of well, you know. I try not to think about that. Too yeah, much. the thing yeah. is, I, I was trying not to even Google anyone before I went in the session. I really trust my day to day who was putting everything together, all my sessions, Gabs, and then and Tim. So I never really Googled anyone because I didn't want that pressure of being like, oh no, they've worked with really great, huge people. 
Um, and it'd be like, I'd get there halfway through the session. They'd tell me who they'd worked with. I'm like, all right, it's fine. You're just a normal okay, person. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not nervous now because you're cool. <laughs> um, let's play the debut single. This is um, Keisha Alexander, My Own Way. You enjoy Hi, this is Keita Alexander and I'm hanging out with Leo on the Friday morning show on Joy 94.9. My special guest in studio this morning is Keita Alexander. Now, we just heard your debut single called My Own Way, uh, which came out a few months ago. The new single, which we added to daytime, mm-hmm. is called Like You Want To. Yeah. Tell us about this track. This track was one of the first sessions, uh, one of my first sessions in LA. I clicked really well with this producer, it was just him and I, and we just wanted to make a feel-good song. And, you know, I'd just come out of a relationship and it was, you know, me just trying to express myself. I just wanted the relationship to be open minded and just just saying how you felt you know and that's just the whole song just speaking your mind and just being comfortable with who you're with and you yeah. work with uh ben romans yeah who's worked with um carly Jepsen yeah yeah on her 80s poptastic album yeah emotion which great. is a really really cool album i love that mm, album cool. what's it like working with him in the studio oh he's great he's a bit of a wizard you know yeah. he's like a really good close friend of mine now but it's just fun, you know, working with him is fun and that's all I want when I'm making music. I don't want it to be a serious pop writing session where it's like, you know, we've got to write a hit. I just want to write good music and I find I do with fun people and nice people. But Now, the video, you um, worked with Zach Miller, mm. who's a pro skateboarder mm-hmm. and um, what was the concept behind the video? You know, I just kind of wanted it to be an expansion of my first video. I just wanted to to solidify who I was and that is who I am and um you know he's a good mate of mine and we just it was only us two filming we didn't have a budget we were just like let's have fun and let's just like hang out you know it took us a few weekends just hanging out and yeah just having fun it was really you know nothing too crazy like we didn't think about it too much we just want yeah we just made it (laughs) I guess um the two first singles are from your EP Mm -hmm. which is due out late November there's a further three more tracks on the EP Mm. tell us about those tracks um well Ben Romans is producing the whole EP um yeah and I wrote I wrote one of the songs with a local band from Sydney the Delta Riggs and then another song with this hip-hop producer in LA yeah, they're it's they're quite different. Yeah, it is. It's very Fantastic. different. It is very different. But at the same time, there is a constant flow, and I'm, yeah, it's. I was listening to it the other day. I'm like, yeah, I'm really, really happy with this, and I just can't wait to get it out in the world. I was reading online. You um, listed some songs which have inspired you, and a few of them stood out for me. Queen, yeah, has a little thing called oh. Love. <laughs> um, Fleetwood Mac, Landslide, mm-hmm. and one of my favorite bands, Crowded House. Yeah, Weather with You. Yeah. Have those influences come through on the CP? Yeah, in definitely. Some way? Definitely. I really feel like, um, you know, I love having that throwback feel, but at the same time, I want to create something new and modern. So there's, there's everything in there. But, you know, I think I start with the 80s feel and then we're like, all right, let's get a little bit more modern here. Because <laughs> you were born in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. So when did you first discover the 80s? What was... 
well your that was your collection i couldn't the escape 80s it were such because i grew up in the 80s yeah and um the 80s were a bit of a there were no rules back then mm. you know i guess pop stars they weren't the scared 80s. no they were yeah. just like really they were individual they were themselves yeah. they were really sort of out there as like prince mm. boy george and yeah. duran duran really exper- experimental and yeah there was no sort of like stylist and it was all quite organic. Yeah. Yeah. I think that inspires me just that they weren't scared of using, you know, a crazy whack, wacky synth or mm. like just crazy stuff like that. And it's just very inspirational in the songs. You know, if even if you strip back all the, um, the fairy dust that they sprinkled all over the songs, <laughs> if you took all that away, it's still, they, you know, really good songs. masters of really good songs. Exactly. Yeah. You are doing some live gigs playing the Forum on mm. the Saturday, the 12th of December with Gerard James and Meg Mack yeah. co-headlining as well. Your first live gigs in Melbourne. Yeah. Excited? Yeah, I'm so, I'm so excited. I'm so keen to get onto the stage and just, you know, bring these songs to life. I've kind of been like little eggs I've been sitting on and I'm just yeah. like, yes, hatch. Another hatch. <laughs> Go into the world. Guess aside from the songs from the EP, any other surprises in your set? Any sort of like um, covers or mm, I a surprise I w- cover maybe? Yeah, I was thinking maybe, maybe. Yeah. What should I do? Maybe one of these songs. Oh yeah, crazy Wild little thing. World. Actually, at the end rehearsal, we were singing crazy little thing called. Love. Oh really? <laughs> just like just for fun. Because queens are, um, Freddie Mercury just. Oh uh, man, don't even get me started. Thank <laughs> <laughs> because I went to Robbie Williams um, last cool. week his concert, and he sang Bohemian Rhapsody. Did he? And there was footage of Queen on the screen and just that song and everyone knew the words. Mm. Everyone was just on board. It was just Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, that's he's a genius. One of a kind. <laughs> now we should say that your EP is due out. It's called Like You Want To. Yep. EP due out Friday the twenty seventh of November. You can get the single Like You Want To now online on iTunes. You can follow Keita Alexander online. Um, Facebook is Keita Alexander Music. Twitter, Instagram, Kita Alexander, and the website, kitaalexander.com.au. Thank you for coming in this morning. Thanks so much for having me. And um, we should play the, the new single, which is added to Joy Daytime. Now, I'd like to get artists to introduce it for us. So, do you want to introduce your track on Joy? <laughs> this is Like You Want To by Kita Alexander on Can I Joy. take you there? Like you want to. Hi, this is Keita Alexander, and you're listening to Joy 94.9. This Joycast is a free service brought to you by Joy 94.9. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au.
Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.